Hello and welcome to another episode of the Screaming Eagles podcast, the unofficial podcast of the Manly Seagulls and the brave but directionless Eagles. <laughs> the winning. Can't stop winning. Here. I'm your host Ben and joining me as always is Billy Night Train Buttons. Thank you Ben. Thank you audience as always. Okay, now Billy, another daytime pod. Yeah. Not first at five this week. No. That's okay. Yeah. We're not Sandra Sully. No, a shame. that's true. Well, there was good reason as well. More Chris Barr up late. <laughs> yeah, the late night SPS news yeah, that you yeah. saw when you were trying to Lee before. Lee. The... Just call us Lee Lee Chin. <laughs> <laughs> well, I only really watched it before the days of Richard's Realm. Right. When late night SBS used to be the source of yeah a little hint of a nipple now and then. Mm, mm. The kids nowadays don't really know how a how little fluff of bush easy they have it, do they? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but um, no, I was uh, so. There's good reason why we couldn't podcast on Sunday because I was scouting. Mm. I was live on location mm. on a deep, deep undercover mission to the northern beaches. Yeah, it was a little bit disturbing, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. So the background of that one was my daughter mm. had a music camp, right. and they said. Firstly, they said, oh, we need dads to help out because we need parent volunteers, but mm. the only people who volunteered for this, there about 150 kids at this camp. Mm. The only people that volunteered were the mums, and obviously there's a lot of boys, and they wanted, you know, 10-year-old boys. They wanted dads to help out with those type of boys. Yeah, like, oh, I got a bit of ball rash, what should I do? Yeah, that's right. Here and having son. having watched I'll the Michael Jackson Finding Neverland documentary, I thought, you know, yeah. that's, yeah. It's okay anyway. for children to sleep in the same bed as an adult. It's, okay. yeah, it's, it's innocent, relax. it's just innocent. <laughs> oh, you're being ignorant. Yeah, so... um. So I've, I, I put my hand up thinking that it would be a daytime thing, yeah. you know, and that my kid would sleep there overnight. And then the email came literally a week before the camp saying, I'm oh, just uh, sending through sleeping arrangements. And I was like, well, Anna, I'll be coming home, right? I, I thought I'd just drive out there, help mm. during the day and come home. They said, no, we really need you overnight. <laughs> Um, and I thought, oh, this is a stitch up. Stitch and up. then I found I'm not even allocated to my kids. Um, oh. So I had to look after like 20 10 year old boys. <laughs> oh, it was a total stitch up. So that was Saturday morning. We had to be on the bus from Central yeah. at uh, quarter to eight on yeah. Saturday morning. So Friday night, knowing obviously that I've got to be up bright and early to get on the bus to Narrabeen. Yeah, you hit the cans. <laughs> <laughs> Went out for dinner with former former Twitter user at Suits22. Yeah. Um, and his wife. And, oh, my God, I thought I was going to have to stop the bus to vomit. Oh, God. Father of the year. <laughs> so, but, so that's why you're walking around just clean, trying to 
pulling the cobwebs well, out. Yeah, well, yeah, going off for a sneaky spew. But we pulled up, and I didn't realise because it says um, Narrabeen um, Sydney Academy of Sport, Narrabeen. Yeah. yeah. So I had no connection that the Eagles oh, right. would be there. Okay, yeah. And we drove in, mm. and just like like a, a, a dream, like some mm. kind of magical oasis. Mm. I saw the Manly Sea Eagles little bus, mm. and I saw the Demountables of Excellence, mm. and I thought to myself, but we were we were right up the top, so we were about a ten minute walk from there. Right, right. But um, wallowing in my hangover, and the kids are doing music, so you kind of got nothing time to do, and I, nothing. Yeah. So I, I went deep undercover. Wow. <laughs> now putting aside all, that, I know you like to give, you know, everyone likes to jump on Manly and say, oh, terrible facilities, terrible. And all the rest of us. Yes. But, and I know the answer to this because I've been there, but I just want you to admit it because you were there last weekend. Mm. You've got to admit, it's a pretty nice place to go to practice every week. Uh, well, I... It's a bushland, mm. beautiful bushland setting mm. by the lake. I mean, would you rather be there or in the middle of bloody Campbelltown or like wherever Paramount. the hell... Church Street Park. Or wherever the, wherever the hell the Tigers <laughs> practice. No, it was. It was lovely. It it's, was. It's, it's very so nice. serene. Yeah, it's serenity. The serenity now. was. Now, yeah. if their only complaint is is that they've got to go and you know make their toasted sandwiches, you know, demountable <laughs> after it, then Jesus, you know. Yeah. No. It was first nice. world problems. It was nice. It was. Um, so I did a little live video for those people not on Twitter, mm. where it wasn't live. I recorded it and I posted it on Twitter. So go it's check just out. A video. Yeah, it's called a video. It's not. Yeah. Like, it was like last night. We brought like last week. We broadcast live, but right. we didn't broadcast yeah. live. I haven't quite grasped what that no. word means. So what you're thinking is, hey, hey, it's Saturday was broadcast live. Australia's home, Funniest Home Videos was okay. not broadcast okay. live. Wow. Two of the greatest shows on television. Right. Now you've benchmarked it. Um, but I did a little live video where I went round and sitting at the front of the demountables mm. is quite hilariously a plastic garden chair, mm. which you actually pointed out to me, but I wasn't going to give you that credit for the humour. <laughs> no. Yeah, you don't have to. That's all right. <laughs> but um, when they just come to you like that, you yeah, know, it was you just I don't sitting there. Get, I don't. I don't need the high five for yeah, everyone. But there were also outside the medical facility. Mm. There were some headgear and some players' shorts hanging over. Wow! And I, I really thought about nicking them. them. No, you're gonna, nicking you're them. You're going to go sniff them. Oh, well, your birthday will be coming up soon. Oh yeah. And I thought that some would headgear. yeah some headgear. You wouldn't know whose it was. Beavers for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Still just sitting there as an yeah. homage. Yeah. Well, no one. I think the last person um, to play for Manly that put the headgear on is I've got to say Jamie Jamie Bura. There you go. Matt Ballon did for little parts of his career. Okay. Um, I don't think he did in the last year or so. And he, I remember he always used to get a cut above his eye, mm. um, above that real. Beautiful, beautiful, chiselled, chiselled eye. God, we're moving towards um, hard stats. Yeah, I've just, I've got, I've, I've gone there early. I've <laughs> premature. I've <laughs> done a premature hard stat. Um, but yeah, well, look, like you said, daytime pod, mm-hmm. and let me just apologise right now. Yeah, that uh, I've been a little bit of rush with work. I'm, I'm heading overseas next uh, Ooh, week. Okay, uh, can't say where. Top secret. Can't okay. say what for. Top okay. secret. Okay. But uh, yeah, so uh, we we'll actually won't have a podcast. We could probably maybe try and squeeze one in on Sunday, mm. first at five, yeah. but then we won't have one the following week. Well, let's I see how the away. results go first. <laughs> For the magic round. <laughs> if we win, yeah. we might podcast. Um, and so I haven't, I've been flat out with that. So I haven't 
I'm not as prepared as I wow. used to be. I feel okay. a little bit underprepared. Okay. I don't feel like I've practiced. I don't yeah. quite feel like I know what the game plan is going into this. So okay. you can almost say I feel like I've been coached by Trent Barrett. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Boom. So we'll call this the uh, Trent Barrett podcast. Yes. It'll just be a bit of a fumbling and hopefully just rely on our natural skill to get the win. Yeah, and we'll... Uh, we'll so in other words, we'll finish we up won't early get the win. And we'll finish early. <laughs> we won't bother with the second half. Um, and can I just give a... Speaking of um, people who you know, have really dropped off in form. Trent okay. Barrett, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, this doesn't go into news because it's not newsworthy. Okay. But can I just say how sad it is? Yeah. Molly. Out there at the moment. Now, we're, we're just a humble podcast. Yeah. We don't have millions of dollars. We don't have wide world of sports That's backing true. us or paying us. Like, well, realistically, they should. We've got some minor sponsors in KO. That's right. right. Yeah. And then we've and Peter Shamin. But that's it. That, yeah, that's well, barely enough to, to cover our rent for the and, week. And and the bandage man too. He's he's <laughs> thinking about yeah. it. Oofen oofen bandage. Yeah, that's right. Whatever he's called. Yeah, so um now Molly's a professional at this. His big kaboom. Now for those on Twitter, for those who aren't on Twitter, whenever he breaks a big story, he goes kaboom. So his big kaboom during the week was Mounties manager takes up a new job with the Bulldogs wow. as their new manager. That's earth shattering. And then he writes kaboom. <laughs> I was like, mate, we're just a humble podcast. We're breaking Brad. Ar- we're breaking Brad Parker That's being right. Origin favourite. First, we're breaking first at five. We're, we're breaking everything left, yeah. right, and centre. Boom, boom, boom. I'm sure I was the first one to say Des was coming to Manly. If I didn't say it, I'm, I I thought it. I think you said it in that podcast, the Lost podcast. Ah, uh, yeah, that's yeah. right, the one that you were so angry about because <laughs> I was right for once. Um, it's just, it's sad. It is sad. It's just, it's just an old man yelling abuse at the clouds. My, my prediction for Molly... Will drop pants for food. Yeah, he's he's a bit of a sex offender. He often says things that are problematic, mm. but because he's not got enough traction with... Like, no one cares about him. Yeah. They all kind of fly under the radar, but mm. it wouldn't surprise me. You reckon he's going to get... A little bit of JDB he's, he's, story might come out. Not, not. He's too little. Like he couldn't <laughs> force himself on anyone because he's such a feral yeah. little yeah. gimp. But um, he just says but some, just watch this suggestion. Space. Watch this space. Okay. He says problematic things and he yeah. makes jokes. Of, and he's the most disgusting looking human. Oh, yeah. He should call himself the gerbil, not well, the mole. Well, the moles are pretty. I, you know, <laughs> no point when I say moles are up there with some of the better looking animals in like the an, animal like kingdom. Like an eel. <laughs> That's right. Not like the majestic the eel. The majestic eel. <laughs> All right. Well, let's just get straight into news. Salty Brad Arthur quotes every stalker ex-girlfriend and says eels are better off without Corey Norman. Ooh. Salty. Fake news. Well, not fake. I mean, I saw the clip. He was being interviewed. I saw the video and it came out of his mouth. I think it's pretty... I mean, there's no way for... 
a coach to talk about a player like that. Like now, if this was if this was one of the players trying to have a little dig in him, that's fine. But you'd think that Brad Arthur would be above all that kind of stuff. It just shows you how far he's got to go in terms. Oh, of this is you're trying to trigger me. And do, you, do you honestly you're think, succeeding? Do you honestly think Wayne Bennett would come out and say something like that? <laughs> never, <laughs> never. Not not against one of his players. No, never, never. It was this was such bullshit. This is what's happening. I feel like. Like that kid in the Leave Britney Alone video. I want to just yell out, leave para. Leave Brad Arthur alone. Just para alone. Oh. All, firstly, all the shit about Gutho's contract extension where every day we get another story. Yeah. And then this... Each this, story hitting closer to the truth than this, next. This Brad Arthur one says... Brad Arthur says para better off without Corey Norman, which he didn't say at all. He said... We're going well. It's worked out well for us, and it's worked out well for St. George. We had two dominant halves who both wanted to make the team their own, mm. and it's working out really well for both of us. Corey's playing really well, and Mitch is playing really well. So Better off, say, better off without not him. Be- well, here's the thing. They are better off without him because they've already won as many wins, and we're like... <laughs> Eight games in, how many games to win? It's all a blur. Uh, round eight. We just did round eight. So we've all already won as many games now yeah. as we did the entire season last year. So it's kind of a, it's a low. It's a hard. It's a low bar to it try is. and beat. But we're yeah. doing better than we did last year. So yeah. it's all fake news. It's a part of a. <laughs> I'm going to drop the X Files music here. It's all part of a global conspiracy. I heard him say it. I, th- I think Brad. Do you know what it reminded me of? It just fe- felt a little bit like um, the game against the Tigers, where pretty unclassy, really. <laughs> where you guys are winning, and well done. It was a good win, you know. Great win. Yeah, it was a good win. But having said that, you guys have got short memories because it was only a year ago where you were having wins like that put on you every week. Well, now the shoes on the other foot. You're there, drop punting over field goals and celebrating with silly little dances and flips and doing all sorts of things. That was great. And, um, you know, you got Brad Arthur strutting around saying, yeah, we're better off without him. That guy, I'm glad that guy's gone. Kaiser Pritchard's a midget. We don't want him. Saying all this stuff about yeah. his ex-players. And it's just yeah. kind of like, well, going to bite you in the ass pretty soon. But anyway, <laughs> hey, to each their own. Anyway, moving on. This is your fourth and final chance until next week when I give you your fifth and final chance, says Guthers' agent, Sam Ayub. <laughs> now, to show you how long this story's dragging on for, yeah. Paul Crawley's even stopped writing about it. Paul Crawley's it. Twitter career's been and gone in that whole <laughs> period. Right. Um, it's it. I don't think... Well, look, we said at the beginning that Parry are going to stick fast... Until June. Wow. They're getting They've close. They've got three weeks, yeah. but they're not for me not to label them weak. Yeah. Well, weak. I, I, want, I want it over and done with. I'm sick of the head. Do you know what's great, though? What, 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 what do these three things have in common? Okay. Tell me. Geppetto. What's Geppetto? Geppetto. Um, you know, from Pinocchio. Oh, okay. No. Geppetto. <laughs> Um, John Cusack's character in being John Malkovich. Okay. And the Manly Seagulls. I don't know. They're all all, They're all puppet masters. (laughs) And we are just playing. Yeah. We are just playing the Gutherson puppet at the moment and just getting you guys to go up and up and up with your offer. You started out at 450. Mate, 
Uh, uh, the numbers I'm hearing bandied around, 850 at the moment. Can I say? You're like close to a million. And do you know what's great? Do you know what the punchline is to this joke that's being set up? It's not Gutherson getting paid 850000 The punchline is that you guys then are going to pay Mitchell Moses a million dollars to play at your club. Well, you guys he are paying going, DCE yeah, $10 million. Incum- Incumbent, New South, uh, Queensland and Australian halfback, a million dollars a season. I haven't seen him on the pitch. And you're going to pay the Lebanese mm. incumbent halfback a million dollars. Hey. You watch. Because he's, they're just waiting. They're in no rush. They're going to wait for Gutherson to get eight fifty, and then they're going to come and say, "Oh, well, that's great. Yeah, Gutho's a great player. Should definitely get back." So he's the fullback. Our guy's the halfback. So what are we talking? One point one here. You guys Whatever are getting set up. I, I love. Is, can I this say this is beautiful? And Des is just playing it. We're just Des. getting those numbers up. Can I say, Manly fans giving anyone grief about paying overs for a halfback? A when you've got the biggest waste of space. Mr. Injured Neck already on the sidelines. He's, he's got a glass jaw. Mate, that's, like the, first injury, that's the first injury he's had since 2015. He's out every year. Let's secondly, secondly, let me retort. <laughs> Manly pushing anyone's price up. That's like a homeless man going to an auction, putting dummy bids on and everyone looking going, oh, they can't afford Point Piper. He's trying to buy a house in Point Piper. He can't yeah. afford a tent in the western suburbs which so, makes it sadder that power fall for this even des had to come out and say yeah we can't afford we can't afford gutherson because you can't afford anyone you can't afford des also said that about players. kieran foreign before he signed him so you never know <laughs> so, you never know yeah des is crazy he'll just sign people whether we can afford it or yeah, not. yeah that's true and d- we'll the, pay you does in para, five years does para really does para really want to be taking that kind of chance so gutho and then there was another story just today from Hoops, Hoops, Jimmy Hooper, mm. um, saying that, talking about Myco Sivo. Mm. I can never, I never know if it's Myco Sivo or Myco Sivo. I think it's Myco. Micro. I think it's Micro <laughs> Silver. Yeah. But this was like the Eels cult hero who's getting paid. <laughs> Less than a bricky labourer. And it's like, fucking hell, seriously. Like, you, yeah. you, on the one hand, you're not paying enough. Ray Price came out saying, yeah. you've got to wrap this up. On the other hand, they're talking about, like, why does everyone care so much about how much people are getting paid, A? And the other thing I find funny, because I edited this podcast when I was drunk, you know, crapping on last week. Mm. And we're arguing about how much you and I think Gutherson's worth. And then I realised, like, I know nothing about what... Pl- like, everyone comes and says, he's he's only worth six fifty, or mm. he's definitely worth seven fifty. They mm. should pay 800 for him. Mm. These numbers are just, like, we don't see them anywhere. We just hear random numbers I reported. Know. I know. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Report- I always laugh when you think you know, because... <laughs> No, you know. You don't, but the only I know. thing you know is the para. How much do we pay? It's overs. called overs. <laughs> That's what it is. Right. Anyway, we should move on before I just like just like tip the roosters, this beer on you. Just like the roosters, uh, the new sponsor is the under strength roosters. Yeah, and they it's the para overs. The rooster they manage their cap very well. Oh, they just man. manage it yeah. very well. They manage to hide it very well. Yeah. Um. You got any more now? Yeah, I've got okay. one. You ready? Okay. I haven't met a Brad Parker I didn't like, says Freddie. <laughs> now, Freddie Fittler, 
Did he say the this? mad genius? Yeah. Uh, team of the week. Yeah. So Freddie comes out and puts together his team of the week. Mm-hmm. Both centers, mm. both wingers, like full the full thirteen. Mm-hmm. Doesn't do bench. That's okay. So center. Guess who was on? Guess who was one of his centers? The Crimson Tide. <laughs> the Crimson Tide. Roll Tide. <laughs> Brad Parker. Mate. He's uh, he's on fire. The chips are lining up, aren't they? He like, had a beautiful run on the weekend. He swivels at the hips. Yeah. He really like a, swivels. Like a redheaded salsa dancer. He's like a uh, he's like one of those toy hula hoop, uh, not uh, no luau dancers that you can put on the <laughs> dashboard of your car, and the hips just go back and forth, and the top doesn't move. And that's Brad. If you put a bubble, like a spirit level, on his head, yeah. That bubble would stay perfectly yeah. in the uh, between the two notches while his body is doing crap. They should call him the duck. The duck. Calm on top. <laughs> it's, all, it's all happening down below. I mean, I'm struggling to think of a redhead that's had, you know, a bit bigger. People might say James Graham, Fatty Vorton. Not even close. Not yeah. even close. No. I mean, he's um, Manly's had a Manly's had quite a strong history of redheads. Yeah. Throughout their north, <laughs> throughout their uh, illustrious history, uh, as you said, Vorton. Um, we had Tommy Simons there That's for right. three seasons. Yeah, didn't he do a lot? Didn't he? We had another guy called King, something King. Not he Jason. Was, no, not Jason King. There's another guy called something King. or other King. Yeah. And then we had uh, some other ginger nut. <laughs> so great history. They all look the same. <laughs> Are we allowed to say that? I mean, let's just say it's not as great as our history with the blonde <laughs> short back and sides. <laughs> Mate, I swear to God, I saw Instagram on the weekend. Yeah. And because all the Manly players are such great friends, they go and play golf together. Yeah. And it was Jake Travojevic. Yeah. You can, you can spot him out of the place lineup without too much drama. Yeah. But he was there playing with Morgan Boyle, Corey Waddell, mm. And um, and Ruben Garrick, wow. fuck mate, you couldn't, you could not split them. Three exactly yeah. the same height, exactly the same build, exactly that sort of yeah northern beaches chiseled good looks. Well, I was watching um, we're, we're, and Jake. We're, we're veering into game territory here, but I was watching the Manly game and, it, and what a game it was. What a game and. Epic. I just couldn't help but feel like... I had to check to see if I was watching the football or the latest Game of Thrones. <laughs> well, see, I had another vision. Because I, like you, I was like, this is... I'm getting some kind of deja vu here. Where yeah. have I seen this before? Yeah. Some chiseled, handsome, rugged and tanned men. Mm-hmm. Saving lives, you would almost say. Yeah. Baywatch. That's right. Is led, that what you're going to say? Yeah, <laughs> led by a wily old... Mitch Buchanan. Mitch Buchanan. <laughs> Baywatch Manly. Oh, fantastic. And you know who it's starring? Who was that? Des Hasloff. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah. yeah, it is, mate. It, it is. It's like a... It's, it is. We just need Pamela Anderson. And we're away. <laughs> um, Thank you, BA. Manly, once again, picking the pockets of Para. <laughs> so uh, this was this was pointed this was sent to me by a good friend of the podcast uh, Nathan. Okay. Seagull Spur. Okay. Uh, good friend of yours. I know. Good friend. He's a bit triggered yesterday. Was he? 
very triggering. Okay. okay. Oh, sorry to hear that. Had a touch Nathan. of the Mondays. Yeah. Uh, hey, Nathan. Shout out to Nathan. I hope you get over it. Yeah. Sorry, mate. Sorry to hear you get okay. triggered. He'll be. Don't okay. let Billy get to you, mate. It's okay. <laughs> um. Uh, the number one hooker in the game at the moment. Yep. Uh, Manasseh Farnu, Para Junior. Wow. Yeah. That's he's playing well. So I think at some point Brad sat down, much like an episode of Married at First Sight when the experts are picking the couples, mm. and he had the headshots of all potential future players. Yeah. And I think the problem is, is that Dead's, uh, Brad's assistant has come in and goes, do you want full body shots or just headshots? Yes, mate, just the headshots. I don't need the full body shots. Uh, yeah. That's fine. Don't rookie, worry. Just the head ones. So he's had a headshot of Kaiser Pritchard and a headshot of uh, Manasseh Fanu, and he's going, which one, which, which can I see being a great hooker? Yeah. And he's gone, uh, uh, I'll go with Kaiser Pritchard. Right? Yeah. So they got rid of Manasseh Fanu, came to, came to uh, Manly. First day of first day of training, Kaiser Pritchard's walked up. And Brad's gone. Holy shit! Should have sprung for the full body shot. <laughs> You're, this is like an episode of Grandpa in my pocket. Yeah. Well, like, Kaiser Pritchard was, was one of those ones that um, that looked like uh, the, the Telegraph was saying was para in crisis because Kaiser Pritchard is off contract next year. Wow. What a terrible the future of the club. <laughs> the future of the club. Meanwhile, Reid Marnie could be Stephen Bradbury into the oh, Queensland Origin team yeah. because there's literally no one. No one. There's no hookers. Like they even DCE will be. They can't even play Ben Hunt there because yeah. he'll probably be playing halfback. Yep. All right, making the call now. Cam Smith. I reckon yeah, if Cam Smith doesn't. I reckon. I reckon um, Ben Hunt will, and I reckon. Corey oh, Norman Corey Norman won't, won't be because he's just fractured his eye. Yeah. Oh, who knows? It's really well. Well, again, well, heart, we're getting into game out. territory, but, but there, yeah, they've there got was... Michael. They've still got Michael Morgan, and they've still got Cameron Munster. I mean, there's plenty of halves there for him to choose from. Let's let's. I mean, the, the elephant in the room, the yeah. best halfback, really, possibly. Ah, oh, the real deal. Yeah. Let's. Yeah, maybe we should get in. We'll get into that later. <laughs> um. I'm enjoying watching myself at play. <laughs> now, this is, you know, keeping on with the same theme. This is Brad Parker again. Yeah. He was interviewed during the week. And okay. they were like, oh, the video sessions must be a lot better this year, this season than last season. You guys, as in the Manly, and you, Brad, have obviously personally been playing a lot better. Yeah. Like the video sessions when you go over stuff must be, you know, must be a lot easier to take on. And he goes, yeah, yeah. Last year I hated looking at myself, so I didn't, I didn't watch any, I didn't watch any playbacks or any video That's each week. That's sad, isn't it? He didn't like. And he goes, but we don't have a choice this season with with um, Des. We've just got to watch him. And I was just coming away going, what the fuck did Trent Barrett do? What was it? Oh yeah, guys, there's a video playing in there. If you wanna, what? Don't want to? Yeah, no worries, guys. Don't, I don't want to either. What, what are we doing? Where are we going? Going out? We're going out. Who wants to come out? Hands up, everyone who wants to go out with me. <laughs> like, he's literally saying, yeah, yeah, we didn't have to, and I just, so I just didn't want to because I was always punishing to watch. So I just didn't watch my video. There but we go. have to with Des because he's well, the coach. Coach coach of the year. Yeah. Super coach. Dally M. I've got, I've got a news one here for okay. you. Okay. Manly winger Ruben Garrick re-signs with club before huge Bulldogs performance. Now, I'm, I'm going to go here because it was by the mole. 
And so incorrect. Yeah, incorrect. Because he was interviewed. Okay. On the Legends podcast, uh, not Legends podcast, a radio show. Yeah. On Triple M, and he was actually came on the show, and they did say, "What's happening with the contract? I'm sure you want to get it. You know, are you going to sign with Manly?" And he goes, "Yeah, I'd love to sign with Manly. Um, I'm hoping we can put pen to paper pretty soon." Oh, okay. So once again, again, the Molly is kaput. But I just, Not kaboom. I thought it was hilarious. So we must have signed him just to a one year. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. But I thought it was hilarious that the the language in in this article hinted at exactly what some of the words being used were. I dare say a little bit sexual. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. oh. So manly. I'd like manly to winger. dip my pen in his ink. Here's a couple. Manly's new pinup boy. Oh. Rookie Garrick was the name on everyone's lips. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you can get on my lips. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He signed only to a one-year deal, but Coach Des Hasler took an immediate shine <laughs> to the stocky winger. <laughs> stocky? Yeah, he's not stocky. Mate, he's like six foot four. <laughs> the most. I'm maybe stocky. Yeah. Stocky's like a generous word I'd say for saying I'd overweight. Say, I'd say you're husky. <laughs> you and George Costanza. <laughs> I mean, that's... Um, so there's the mole, the oh, kaboom. He's got no idea. Yeah. He's kaput. All right, I got one more here. Rumours swirling like an ineffective midfield bomb about Moses to the Broncos. Ooh. How would you feel? Broncos are swirling, apparently. Broncos are swirling? Yeah. Well, that's what the Rumours are swirling. Rumours are swirling. Broncos are swirling a yeah. little bit too. Uh, I don't care. I don't care. I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised at the Broncos. I don't think Moses has done enough yet to kind of show that he's uh, he's worth you know splashing out big coin on. And mm. I don't. I don't really care. I mean, I'd like to see Dylan Brown back to figure out mm. whether he's good or not. Yet newly on Twitter, Dylan yeah, Brown. Newly on Twitter. Who's not actually newly on Twitter? I might add. I've oh, done really? a little bit of my infamous investigative journalism. Okay, been on for a while. He's been on for a while, and he, so he got a shout out by Hayley Burns. Oh, didn't I love Hayley Burns. Yeah, she's leaving. Oh, don't, don't. Or left. Don't, don't. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to hear it. She was just missing those big <laughs> NBA players. <laughs> But um, yeah, so Haley uh, Haley broke that he's new to Twitter, but actually yeah. she posted his old handle, which you would have you would have loved because it was called New Zealander Twenty One or something like that. Like right. his, his whole post is about how much he loves New Zealand. Yeah, wow. Um, <laughs> not not a, not a, at all concerning. No, field. no. Um, and he he only had one. He had like a couple of retweets, like three retweets, and one of them was about a sharks player testing positive for drugs <laughs> from like 2016. Oh really? Yes, yeah, so I've got that screen grab. Just uh, I tell you what, your you para fans. He came out right. Yeah. And he played well for you, mm. and then you got injured. Mm. Oh well. Mate, there's one guy on Twitter absolutely blowing up at him, saying, "Oh, he's carrying on at the uh, at, after the latest game." Carrying on that he's almost like he'd won the Clive Churchill medal, even though he wasn't even playing. Oh, that guy's a muppet. And though. yeah, he just came and he just came back saying, "Well, sorry, like my team won. My team won. Yeah. Like, sorry if I offended you with my celebration. Doesn't happen that often. <laughs> you're, and there's been a lot of saltiness towards uh, Gunthanson too. Yeah, it's well, unfortunate. Mm. I hope it doesn't. I hope it's not the deciding factor what in whether he resigns or not. When you have fans, not. there's feedback. Yeah. You wouldn't. You wouldn't understand. Vandals deface para building with picture of Uncle Fester. 
No, do yourself a favor. If you're on Instagram, go on Instagram. Go to the Parramatta Instagram page. Because that's what Ben does every day. And have a look. Because I've been blocked on Twitter by those gutless turds. (laughs) Um, Have a look at the um, mural that's been painted. It is... I was crying. I was laughing so hard. I was crying because I kept thinking about it. I just don't get it. Like, South Sydney have got one up of GI. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Tigers have got one on Parramatta Road of um, Benji Marshall. Mm-hmm. Single players. Power have come out who would struggle, would struggle to name two great players. They've come out and put four of them up. Great players. Right. Great. All-time great. And one of them is Tim Manor. I great. mean, if that's where you've got to, yep. then surely you just go, all right, let's just do three. Like, why did it have to be four? Because... Do you think Tim Manor paid for the mural? Lebanese captain Tim Manor. So? Well, rep and future immortal, potentially. (laughs) Certainly an immortal of Lebanese. Well, immortal in so much as no one will ever forget him. (laughs) (laughs) Immortal insofar as his soul will live forever because he (laughs) prays every day. Did you see see the picture, though? I saw it. And it's not even a very good picture. It's like the... The one of Tim Manor... Is, it's like he's got a shower cap on or something. It's like he's going for a <laughs> like swim. Like a bald cap. One yeah. Of those, like yeah. fancy dress. It's it's terrible. Well, you know, we've got fans. That's all I And um, Nathan Hindmarsh. Uh, Gee, he looks good. Well, he looks like um, Owen Wilson in the, in the mural. <laughs> <laughs> They've done a terrible job on him. Anyway, uh, enough about news. Let's get into game. No Tommy, mm. no DCE, no worries. Mm. That pretty much sums up the game. <laughs> Manly Seagulls versus the team that almost beat the Storm and almost beat the Rabbitohs only mm. a few short weeks ago. The raging Canterbury Bulldogs. Well, they're contenders. They they're are. Premiership contenders. They're, 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 in the, they're in the... They're always in it. <laughs> That's what you can say about the Bulldogs. They're always in it. They are always Don't in know it. what they're in, but sometimes they're in the shit. <laughs> sometimes they're in salary cap strife. Sometimes they're in group rape strife. But allegedly. rest assured, allegedly, rest assured, they're always in it. They're always in it. Um, what a great game. Yeah. Beautiful, sunny afternoon in uh, Brookie. Does it get any better? Packed crowd. Yeah, at least 8,000, right? The stadium that Bankwest wants to be. <laughs> what they've tried to emulate and failed. Yeah. Um, you know, everyone had us losing this game. Everyone. <laughs> Except for 17 brave players and one crazy coach. And Mate, it's a fucking Disney movie. Shout out to Michael Carianis <laughs> too. One oh, yeah. big J journalist. And one B grade. Not quite at the top. But geez, he's really, he's giving it a go. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, if this isn't a Disney movie, I don't know what is. Like, it definitely. I could see, I can see Emilio Estevez playing the part of Des Hasler. Des sure. Haslerhoff. <laughs> Des Haslerhoff. Played go. by David Hasselhoff. That would be fantastic. Um, uh, we got out to an early lead. Yeah. And then... Just shut up shop. That's that's the end of that. They're never going to get us. You know, they, we, we've we already called him K 
Kane the real deal LG. Yeah. But you could also call him Kane the Harbour Bridge Pass LG. They were just beautiful. This is what you want. You know, Des sent him a message last week mm. when he didn't pick him. He, he, you've got to earn. You've got to earn that right to play mm. in the Manly jersey. Like the man from Snowy River. He had to earn the right to live <laughs> up in the mountains. So he had to come back down to the lowlands. So Prove himself. And, and LG... I mean, those. I, I knew that you would. I was watching on my phone Ooh. during music rehearsal. Sure. Uh, and I just knew I could just feel. You could just picture me I could picture watching you. a high def KO. So let me tell you what happened. That first pass. Yeah. I just went this, and it was a great pass, and yeah. he caught uh, what's his name, Ochen Ball. He caught him out. Mm. What did they say? Fool me once. Well, it went over the top of his head. Yeah. Which is surprising. I thought he could jump pretty high. He looks like he could jump. I don't know what it... I've never seen him jump, but I feel like he could. I don't know what it is. he looks like he'd be fast, too. I I feel like he could be fast. I think he's probably pretty good at basketball. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. Um, (laughs) um, So, Ockenbohr caught him out, and I thought, Ben's going to like this. Like, I I, I had a little... I went, yeah. Yeah. And then... That second pass. Same again. Almost mm, a carbon copy. Carbon. You almost, would say that. Almost a bet because he had less time to release. Mm, you know, and the release. Quick release. There's only one release I've seen quicker than that. <laughs> and and that it was, was shortly thereafter. It was straight after the game. <laughs> but, In the privacy of my can own I just say, ensuite. They say rugby league is a game of inches. I believe mm. it was Al Pacino. I think so. Who said that. Yeah. And that... That chip and chase by Kane LG. Now it deserved to be a try. Caught the That's ball. That's the one percenters right there. Yeah, put the kick the ball ahead, mm. and as the ball was seemingly inevitably heading mm. over the dead ball line, mm. this blonde streak appeared, diving, yep. fully extended, mm. fully extended. Wasn't the only thing. <laughs> Alas, his foot touched the line. Well, a game of inches, and yeah. dare I say, those inches have never been longer. <laughs> at, well, I, I actually, the, the so screaming as he went lessons. over the as he went over the dead ball line, yeah. it looked like he was going to be fine. Yeah, but then, almost, but then there was it was almost like there was like an enormous weight around his waist area that just dragged him into the ground. I don't know what it was, but it looked unusually heavy around there. <laughs> That's all I'll say. So what a what a uh... look. Ruben Garrick was on fire. Yeah, uh, scored all of Manteen, Manteen, Manly's eighteen points. Yeah, um, great great goal kicker. Great. It's a, it hey, it's straight. a good trouble. It's it's a good headache for straight Dez. and hard. That's yeah, how he kicks. That's it. how you do it. No no mucking it around. Yeah. No just no just playing around the outside of it. No, just sort of, you know, giving a little rub up the top or, yeah. you know, playing around. Just, just boom, straight in. Straight in. Yeah, whether they want They'll never expect it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't even ask. Well, because what's Hasler? The name Hasler, where does... It sounds kind of... Uh, Bavarian. Bavarian. Yes. So I thought this was an interesting little yeah. little snippet. A Reuben sandwich. Ooh. Some tender <laughs> aged beef. I think maybe... You know, it's got some Eastern European flavour, yeah. some corn, yeah, corn beef, <laughs> yeah. and it's got a special, special German sauce, mm. and it's wedged between some tanned, thick buns. 
<laughs> the Reuben. So next time you're at a you're at a deli, mm. wrap your mouth around a Reuben. That's for a Reuben. Garrick. I think it's. I think the Benchwarmers Cafe, as it's called, at. Uh, at, at Brookio, I, t- I meant to take a photo of at the training facility. The cafe is called the Bench Warmers Cafe. Yeah. Uh, in honour of Tom Travojevic, probably, because he's going to really probably be warming the bench. Probably. When he, when he comes back from injury. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, the Reuben is, they're flying out the door there. So. Yeah. Well, he's probably got one called after him the, the hammy sandwich. <laughs> hammy cheese. Yeah. Hammy and cheese sandwich. Um. These are the games. These are the games that Dez wins through sheer will. He imposes his will onto the team. And I can't I can't stress it enough that these are the types of games that we would lose under Trent Barrett. Yeah. Yeah. We would have lost that game a week and a half ago (laughs) when DC went down. That game was lost right there and then. Yeah. No, I can. I'll pay it. I'll pay it because you know that's what you want. That's what you want. Mm. You're winning. So. Well, and, and my you only had the concern excuse. is, and this is a genuine concern. I'm not. I'm not mucking around. Mm. This isn't me. Oh, Ben, he's, he's throwing a few furfies out there just for a laugh. This isn't. I'm not laughing. Okay. My concern is, is that we've got a worse team now. You could you could argue, than we had two years ago. Definitely. Yeah. So. Theoretically, if we had a good coach, we could have been making the finals and possibly winning the grand finals over the last three <laughs> years. Now, as most people know, a team matures and you've got about a, a three-year window yeah. to win a premiership. Have we literally just missed our window? No. Have, no. We, have, have we been living through a premiership window and we didn't even know it? I don't. I think Trent Barrett was no, that fucking useless. I, honestly, I feel like you're in a. You're actually. You can be in either end of the spectrum. The good thing that's happening, like Manly aren't. I don't. I don't think Manly are going to win the premiership this year. I think they're just a bit short on class. So what's the next? Like, there's no point coming fourth or fifth even if you're. If that's like the peak. If you're at your absolute peak and you're coming fourth or fifth like who cares mm. so you're almost better off to be in that position where you, you're just getting into the eight but you've got a you've got a really young team mm. that, that can be growing and i think that's where you kind of are you've this year you've unearthed fainu who i think's been r- much better than appy for you and appy wasn't bad but mm. i think fainu's well fainu helped be, that he played pretty much you know i think he played probably about eight games for us last year yeah which was great so we got a taste yeah, but he seems to like we weren't talking about him last year, and he seems no. he, he was on fire in the last yeah. few games. Well, it's, can I and I can I just quickly on, on the subject of Fainu, he actually was interviewed. He, he he was interviewed during the week, and he actually said that he had been given a lot of offers from rival teams where he could make more money and have a better chance at making first grade. And he was ready to go, and then it was announced that Des was the new coach, and his manager said, "No, no, no, we're going to stay here now." Yeah, even though you're not his type, <laughs> he needs a he needs a he's, good hooker. Yeah, Des has told me, and I quote, "He's the exception that makes the rule." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was good. Um, it was good. Yeah, he's the he's the Falcon. So, to he's Daily the, Cherry Evans, Captain he's America, he's the little redhead. 
that you, when you're having an internet search and you go, I'm going to flip it up here. Yeah. What what haven't I looked at? Yeah. Oh, I like hey. this. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we're, we're under time constraints, so we better keep moving right along. Yeah. Um, let's get into... Can I go to hard stats? Yeah, sure. Just just do a Ruben and just don't even ask. Just do it. I'm just going to... Whether you're ready for it or not, I'm just going to shove this hard stat oh, right gosh. into you. Um, this was actually a graphic. It's not so much a hard stat, but it's okay. a graphic that the boys on the Cumberland Throw threw up on their Twitter. Yep. And it basically shows how many um, sets of six... Um, teams defend within their 20 before letting in a try. Mm-hmm. Okay, So you got the worst team right down the bottom, the Brisbane Broncos, and on average they will defend six before they let in a try okay. throughout a game. Right? I think that's what it is. Or is it how many tackles? No, nah, I can't be how many tackles. So it wouldn't me. surprise but, me. But, yeah, but anyway. Six. Um, then you've got West Tigers, Gold Coast, Canterbury, Brankstown, you know, a whole bunch of the guys sitting at the bottom where you'd yep. expect. Up the top of the ladder, you've got the Canberra Raiders with 15, mm-hmm. Cronulla Sharks on 14, and on 14 as well is the Manly Moringa Seagulls. Wow. Now, we were the worst defensive team last year. Mm. We are now the third best defensive team. No big personnel changes. Though. No big personnel. Ad- hey, defense is an attitude. <laughs> um, and then coming in at fourth is Roosters. Coming in at fifth, Parramatta Eels. Mighty Parra Eels. At, on 13. Who would have been also close to last. They would last. have been, for sure. Yeah. And it's interesting, you know, you, you play some teams and you just kind of go, yeah, I feel like once you get down there, as long as we just hold on to the ball, ball a bit, we're just going to go in here. Yeah, yeah. You don't feel that with Manly. You're never going to get in without our permission. Yeah. No, just say no. No raping. No means no. <laughs> no raping. Adam Fanua Blake's going to be there. <laughs> um, so that's that's my only hard stat. I've got a hard stat. Yeah. Para. Well, they, normally we go 100%. Yeah. I'm going to go 150%. Okay. Para beat the Bulldogs by 150% more points yeah. than you beat the Bulldogs. So I'm just throwing it out there. Park footballers, as yeah. as Nathan called yeah. them, and I said no, they were a good team. But mm. Nathan, not park footballers. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I don't want to bring it up, but do we want to talk about past? <laughs> do we want to talk about the Canberra Raiders and how they just beat the living crap out of you, and then Manly just just ran rings out uh, around uh, them? Well, they were full strength versus us. I'm gonna. Here's a hard stat. Mm. It's a hard prediction. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna predict something hard. A rock hard. <laughs> rock hard. <laughs> So Para, well, it's a hard stat. Para have a hundred percent winning record at Bank at, at the Wanderers Stadium. Yeah, Bank West. Yeah, the Western Sydney Wanderers Stadium. Yeah, right. Here's my I, and I, I I can't even tell you how strong I feel about okay. this. Yeah, Para will win only one game on the road for the rest of this season. Ooh. Are we playing you guys in Lotto Land? <laughs> Is that the one? You guys, I just feel that when you play on the road, you got to get, you got to get gritty. You got to, you got to play hard. It's not that everyone's against you, the crowd's against you. It's unpleasant. And I think now that you've tasted Bank West and the fun and the crowd going berserk and it's party, 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 I don't think you guys want to experience a hard-fought victory (laughs) on the road. 
And I think you guys will just be like, don't worry, we're at Bankwest next week. Don't worry about it. I don't. I do not see you guys winning a single. Mm, well, there's it, a hot take. A broken, a broken clock is right, you know, this twice a, a day. Yeah. So I think Para will probably win one game <laughs> against like Titans or something. But that's it. I uh, reckon you guys are going to hey, get towed up. Did, I, re- I reckon think, if it'll think... be the talking once. Once everyone stopped talking about how Gunthinson has signed for Manly in a couple of weeks, the next <laughs> hot topic is: Can the Eels win on the road? The answer well, is no. You think, like, the thing is, I don't, like, if we win our home games, I'm happy. Like, I'm not even, I don't ask for much. After after last year, I don't care. Just win a couple more games and I'll be like, wow, that was a lot better than this season, mm. like, than, than what I expected. So, mm. maybe. But, you know, you guys playing at home in Brisbane this week. Because that's you play every year in Brisbane. That's your home, isn't it? One of your homes. <laughs> like a multimillionaire, we have homes all around the world. Home is where you hang your hat. Yeah. There you go. You got to get going. Yeah, yeah. Well, so it's getting close to school pickup time and not yeah. all heroes wear capes, but I'm a hero and I have to go pick up my children. Yeah. So. Well, what about the para game? I mean, you can just sum it up. Uh, do you want me to sum it up for Back you? Backflip. Backflip. Brave. Yeah. Well, I've got one question for yeah. you. Maybe you can explain this to me. Yes. Because I was watching the game and then I was like, hey, I don't actually understand that. Maybe yeah, Billy sure. can explain it to me. No, I am a rugby league expert. So, yeah. So generally, when two teams play each other, the better team wins. Mm. How did that not happen this week? Well, they won. Para won. But they were the better no. team. Well, not in the first, I don't think so. Not in the first half. They I, think, I think the Dragons definitely were the better team on the day. On the first half. You only watched the first half, clearly. No, no, I watched both halves. I saw a couple of against the run of play, complete, you know, long, long field tries. Oh, that try by the, the Dragons one. No, no, no. The that one was by a... um, Micro Silver. Micro Silver. <laughs> Rod Silver. Yeah. Rod Silver's and brother. Future manly immortal Clint Gunthinson. Yeah. I thought they were, I mean, they again, they did what you ask your team to do. The 14 0, the poison chalice, 14 0 mm. down. Um, and then Reed Marnie, you know, probable Queensland hooker, yeah, um, crashed over for a sneaky little try, just yeah. snuck it in when they weren't looking. Oh yeah, and then like um, a thief in the night. <laughs> and then they call him the Jack hey, ba- the Jack de Ballon of hookers. The next semi, that was great, wasn't it? That try by Sevo. Yeah, just, he knew he was. He just laughed at, at Dufty. Dufty yeah. read his own press, I think. Dufty's. Dufty is a little bit like Bevan French, I think. I think he's a little bit too small. To yeah, and he read, he scored that good try against the Roosters and started reading and was going for all these solo things and just getting dominated by by mm. um you know the big the big Fijian. Um, but yeah, I thought they were good. I thought Gutherson was good. Some kind of Gutherson. You find Para fans are very confused how to feel about yeah. Gutherson. It's almost like we want him not to play well, so, you so we can cheaper. Get him cheaper. But then obviously he he was probably our best. On the day, like that try that yeah, he scored, I, turned it around. So I, I look forward to seeing this week Magic mm. Round. Mm. I, I don't know. I, I, I have a there. terrible feeling that you guys are just going to get every time you play away from home, you're just going to get smashed. Well, you guys playing Brisbane, and the Brisbane yeah. have never been like it's the worst Brisbane's ever been. Mm. They've lost Nikarima's mm. jump ship, James Roberts, James Roberts Jermaine, been dropped, Asako. And then McCulloch's been injured. Mm. Now, surely, like, how how much would you need to win by to be happy? Because anything less than probably 20 
Yeah. 30 even. So what you're describing for the Broncos, if we're ranking it out of 10, you've probably described about 6, per- six <laughs> out of 10 of talent. DCE alone is 10 out of 10. I'm not sure. So either. just by losing DCE, that's even more than losing all those players. No, you guys are going better without DCE. That says a lot <laughs> about... Well, can I just give a shout out to... I forgot to mention um, uh, Joel Thompson. Oh, what a guy. He was a warrior. What a man. He was putting some big hits on those guys. <laughs> Fucking got me all excited. All right, we better go because you've got to go pick up your kids. Um, it's been a very uh, Trent Barrett-like podcast. Yeah, we started strong and yeah. then we just disappeared. We were kind of all over the place this mm. week, but uh, never mind. Um, so, as we say at this time, may your dreams be filled with maroon and white. And may Joel Thompson give you a very rough kiss goodnight. Joel Thompson? I thought I thought Kane Elgy was a shoe in this way. Joel Tom, no, because Hoff. Joel Tom, I think Kane Elgy has been getting... Too much action. Well, he, he gets... He's been finally, after all these years in the NRL, he's finally getting the credit he deserves. Yeah, that's true. Joel Thompson, I don't think, has gotten any credit <laughs> that he deserves. All right, Joel. Give it to me, baby. <laughs>